0: Welcome again to Truth That Sets Free. I am Bishop Sidney L. Fry, Sr., and we're excited today to bring to you another word from the Lord. And our question today in our message is, do you know what time it is? I believe it's very important that we as believers and non-believers as well need to understand the times in which we live. The Bible calls these times the last days. And God has promised to do several things in the last days. Number one thing he's going to do, he's going to rapture his church out of the sin-cursed world. And then we understand that the tribulation period will set in. And after the tribulation period, God will come back with his church to fight all of his enemies and triumphantly win and take the reins of government throughout the world, and reign over this entire world as King of kings and Lord of lords. So I want again ask you, do you know what time it is? Listen in, I hope you'll be blessed.
1: First believe, oh yes, we've heard it said many, many years, but let me tell you something, it's nearer now than when we heard it at the first, Amen. When we first heard it, it's nearer, it's much nearer. Praise God, the Lord, the coming of the Lord. The coming of the Lord can be seen in two aspects. He's coming for his church, amen, and he's coming with his church, amen, to do war and battle against the Antichrist and the false prophets and all of those who hate God. He, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. But I, I want to be in that first, I want to be in that first, what we, the Bible calls the first resurrection. Amen. That's the resurrection you want. To, you, you don't want to miss the first resurrection because, amen, because that's the one that Jesus is coming back to catch his saints away, his people, his chosen ones, the ones that he loved, the ones that he died for, his church, his body. Praise the Lord. Amen. This, this, uh, this section of our, of our series is entitled, Do You Know What Time It Is? All right. Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? We need to be discerning. We need to be like the, the, the sons of Issachar who understood the times in which they lived. They understood. Amen. And they knew what the people of God ought to do. Do you know what you need to do? They not only understood the times, but they knew they knew how to take action. We need to know how to take action. Time is winding down. The Lord is soon to come. And we must be prepared. We must be ready to meet the Lord at any time. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The farmer knows that there's a time to plant and there's a time to sow. Amen. They know that. There are certain things in life that you need to be in the know what to do. You need to know the time. This farmer knows the, the, the season for planting. He knows when it's time to plant. He knows he must get his seed in the ground early in the spring. Amen. He needs to get it in. The, if he doesn't get it in early then then it, there's there's a chance he won't have a crop. He won't have a harvest. We must know when to plant. We must know when to harvest. Amen. Yes, we're we're living in we're living in a time that that God is is that great farmer. The Bible says he's the husband, man. And, and he has already planted a crop. His church, his body. The, amen. The righteous seed that, is, that are in the world. You and I who are part of his kingdom. God has already planted us. Amen. And, he, and he's anticipating a an harvest. He's looking forward to a harvest. Amen. Yes. Yes, we must be wise and understand the times. Praise the Lord. The Lord spoke to the children of Israel in the book of Hosea in chapter 10. He says, So to yourselves in righteousness, uh-huh. reap in mercy, yeah. break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until He come and rain righteousness upon you. Oh, yes, we need God's righteousness. Yeah. We can't make it to heaven on our own merits or own good deeds or what we what we're trying to do to make it. We've got to have God's righteousness. See, only God can make us righteous. Uh We are the Bible says all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. We can never measure up to God's standard on our own. But we need God's imputed righteousness, which comes through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, therefore, being justified or declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God. Yes, yes, yes. The writer here encourages the people. God was getting ready to bring judgment. God was getting ready to destroy them and carry them away captive. But he says to them, there's a remedy. There's, there is an opportunity. God always, before he brings wrath or judgment, he gives an, a window of opportunity for his people to escape. Oh yes, yes. There's a window of opportunity. That window is just about to close. We must make sure, he says, sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. God's mercy will be bestowed upon you. Break up your follow ground. That is the follow ground of your heart. Uh People's hearts are so hardened today. And I understand people why that that people have been hurt. People have been been so battered by the world and the things of this world that their hearts become hardened. But don't let your heart be hardened toward God. He's not like man. Man will batter you. Man will abuse you. Man will misuse you. But God loves you. He loves you and he'll never hurt you. He'll never harm you. He loves you. He has has a plan. He says, I know the plans that I have for you, not to harm you, but to give you an expected give you a future to to help you, to love you, to care for you. God loves you so much. Elder Sid spoke so eloquently about that on last Sunday, about the love of God. It's It's a different kind of love is not the like the love of the world love of man praise god but let me tell you he he loves you with an everlasting love mm-hmm. oh yes and he wants to help you so our hearts must be open to him when we may may be resistant to others we must remain open to him yeah. break up that fallow ground don't let your heart be hardened toward god Amen. We must must have a heart, a a tender heart. Take away, take out that stony heart and put in a heart of flesh that God can handle and God can massage and God can mold that heart. God can shape that heart. God can reach your heart. And we must let our hearts be reached by God. For he's the only one. He's the only one. He says, for it is time to seek. This a time. There's a season. The Bible says in Isaiah 55, verse 6, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. That window of opportunity. We must do it now. We mustn't put it off. We mustn't wait. Oh, yes, he says, while he may be found, he says, let the the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. Hallelujah. That should be our our, that should be our our heart's desire is to always be drumming toward God. The Bible says if we would draw near to God, he would draw near to us. Sometimes we wonder, where is God so far off? He's never far off. He's always at hand. Yeah. He's just a prayer away. Yes. So we should whisper a prayer in the morning, a whisper a prayer at noonday, whisper a prayer in the evening. Yeah. We ought to be talking to God because He's always listening. The Bible says His ears are open to the righteous. His eyes are upon them and His ears are open to their cry. When they cry, He says He hears us. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. He said, and he will abundantly pardon and he will have mercy upon you. Yes, yes, hallelujah. As a nation, we have sown to the wind and now we're reaping the whirlwind. Oh yes, we have sown to the whirlwind of materialism and consumerism and secular humanistic philosophies and now it's coming back. To haunt us as a nation. My God. Uh, yes. We see the disintegration of the family. We see the divorce rate rising. We see, amen, the rise of drug use. And, and drug abuse. And gang banging. And all kinds of evil in our world. My God. We see it. Because we as a nation. Uh-huh. We've taken God out of everything. We've censored, we censored the word of God. We don't we don't we're not we're not a god we're not a one nation under god we're we're too we we're too indiv- individually uh, uh we've got this ind- individual mentality go for myself do my own thing it's my life it's my thing i'll do what i want to do oh hallelujah yes but we've sown to the wind and now we're reaping the whirlwind of all of these All of these different ills in our society as a result the Apostle Paul describes it he describes our time listen to what he says in uh, second Timothy chapter 3 he said there he said but mark this there will be terrible times in the last days people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive disobedient to parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous without self-control brutal not lovers of good good treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a, a form of godliness but denying the power of it having nothing to do he says, "Have nothing to do with such people." Yes, they are—they the, uh, are the kind who worm their way into homes and and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires. Oh, he says, ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. That describes our society today. Oh yes, 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 yes! Hallelujah! Praise God! But even in that, even in all of the evil that's going on in the world, God still has His arm stretched out to a dying world, yes. saying, "Come unto Me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest."
0: This is Bishop Fry coming to you from Truth That Sets Free. We are excited to have you joining us during our broadcast. We hope and trust that you will be blessed and encouraged, strengthened in your faith, and encouraged as we anticipate the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're excited about that. He's coming back, and I want you, praise God, to be ready. That's why we're here to share this good news. So God bless you.
1: Praise God. But even in that, even in all of the evil that's going on in the world, God still has his arms stretched out to a dying world. Saying, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes, the God still loves his world. Yes, the day of the Lord is a time of God's judgment and wrath upon ungodly. I will... He says, it will be a horrible time that has never been or never will be since before. Hallelujah. Listen to what the scripture, how it describes the day of the Lord. This terrible time that that is coming. He says there uh, in the book of Joel chapter 1. The writer says, alas, for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. And as a destruction from the Almighty, it shall come. Is not the meat cut off before your eyes? Yea, joy and gladness from the house of our God. The seed is rotten in the clods and the grainers are laid desolate. The barns are broken down for the corn is withered. How do the beasts Groan, The herds of cattle are perplexed because they have no pasture. Yea, the flocks of sheep are made desolate. O Lord, to thee will I cry. For the fire hath devoured the pasture of the wilderness. And the flames have burned all the trees of the field. But the beasts of the field cry also unto thee. For the rivers of water are dried up and the fire have devoured the pasture of the wilderness now this is a description of what's coming oh yes paul peter spoke of it how that that much of the earth will be burned up and the elements shall be burnt with fervent heat oh yes in the book of revelation the writer describes that as the as the judgments are coming he talks about how thirds of parts of the earth will be burnt up for yes there will be great devastation yes listen to what Amos said woe unto them that desire the day of the Lord there are some people saying well let bring it on God some people are saying that they got their fist up and they're mad at God even in the even in the tribulation period there will be people after after very severe and harsh justice come they will still not repent They will be still blaspheming the name of God. Yes, yes. He says, woe unto them that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for? The day of the Lord is darkness and no light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him. Or went into his house, into the house and leaned his hand on the wall. And a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? It's going to be a dark day. It won't be anything that you would long for. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, the day of the Lord. It's a terrible time. The writer Zephaniah describes it this way in chapter 1, verse 14 through 18. He says, The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hastens greatly, even the voice of the day of the Lord. The mighty man shall cry there bitterly. Mighty men, strong men. They're going to be crying bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of terrible distress, a day of w- wasteness, wasteness, and desolation, a day of darkness. And gloominess. A day of clouds. And thick darkness. A day of tr- trumpets. And alarms. Against the fenced cities. uh-huh, Against the high towers. And I will bring distress upon men. That they shall walk like blind men. Because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood shall be poured out as dust. And their flesh as the dung neither their silver uh, nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath but the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy for he shall make even a speedy Riddance, riddance, riddance of all them that dwell in on the land. God, you this it's not the day that you want to be here. Oh, no, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, we are given this window of opportunity, uh-huh. dear ones. We've given this opportunity to escape it. We don't, God, it's not His will, Peter says, that any should perish, but that you all should come to repentance. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a terrible day. It's a day that no one wants to be on the planet Earth. The Bible says that men will be crying out to the rocks and say, fall on us and hide us from the face of him, from the lamb that that sits on the throne. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, it's an evil day. We must we must prepare. Amen. We must prepare ourselves. To escape that day. God doesn't want any of us to perish in his wrath. He wants us all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. I can't overemphasize the need for us to respond to God now. Yes, yes, the writer. Joel, he also, he, he, he not only describes the pouring out of the spirit of God in the book of Joel, but he also describes the pouring out of God's wrath. Hallelujah. Yes, God wants to pour out his spirit. He wants to pour it out on you. He wants to fill you with his love. He wants you to experience his supernatural power in your life. Oh, praise God. Give God praise right there. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. I've got to give you a ray of hope here because listen, listen, hallelujah. The writer says here, God, God, God has not a look with me in first Thessalonians chapter five. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter five there. There Paul says to us as believers that God doesn't want us to be experiencing his wrath. Thank you, Lord. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 He says, "But of the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly." And we need to understand the times. That's what he's talking about, understanding the time. You we ought to know perfectly what's going to happen. God doesn't want us to be ignorant. That's why he's given us his word. That's why he's given us the revelation of who he is and what his plan is for our lives. He says, yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. It's coming as a thief in the night. Hallelujah. No one knows when the thief is coming. And that's the way the world is going to be caught off guard. It's going to be just like the Bible says it was in the days of Noah. The people thought Noah was a fool. And they mocked him and they scorned him. But Noah kept building that arm. He didn't stop because the people didn't understand. Many times the world doesn't understand you, child of God. But don't you stop telling them about the love of God. Don't you start compelling men and women to come to Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, we know perfectly what's going to happen. We're not in the darkness. He says, for when they shall say peace and safety, notice what it says, when they shall say. Now we got to understand this text. Paul is using languages here, he's using pronouns, he's talking about two different groups when he says, when they shall say, he's not talking about the church. He's talking about the unbeliever, he's talking about the unbelieving world, he's talking about the rulers of this world. When they will go about to establish a peace covenant with Israel, the world is going to be in a temporary peace. They're going to have a temporary peace. When they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman, a pregnant woman with child, and they shall not escape. Understand that. When that mother is getting ready to give birth and those contractions begin to come, they do not let up unless something's wrong. Okay, but normally those contractions continue to increase. In frequency and, and severity. Oh yes, and that's the way it's going to be when when this when this judgment of God comes upon the world, that it's going to be like a woman with child. And it says they shall not escape. But you, brethren, notice he says you. Now he's talking to the church. But you, brethren, you believer in Christ, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not the children of darkness. Hmm? Hallelujah. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us what? what? Let us what? Be watchful and be sober. Yes. We've got to be ready. We can't be playing around. We don't have no time to, to fool around we've got to have our lives aligning up with god's word yeah. we've got to be sober under his control under his discipline under the discipline of the holy spirit for they that sleep sleep in the night and they that are drunken are drunken in the night but let us he's talking to the church let us who are above the day be what sober putting on the breastplate of what righteousness of faith and love and for the hope for in hope the hope of salvation Verse 9 is what I want to get to you. I want you to understand this child of God. We're not not fearful of that day. We're not not frightened by what what, what I've already previously shared with you. Because you're not going to experience that. If you're a child of God. If you're walking upright with him. Trusting in him with all your heart. Hallelujah. He says, for God hath not
0: appointed us,
1: the church the believer unto what? Unto wrath. God doesn't want to punish. He'll never punish the righteous with the wicked unless the, unless the righteous uh, forsake the Lord. Uh-huh. Then, then, then they no longer are righteous. They become wicked like the world. We go around acting like the world and we, we, we're, 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 we're conducting ourselves just like the world. We're no different than the world. Then, 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 but he says, if we're really living for him and serving him yes. faithfully, hallelujah, our hearts are, we got our lamps trimmed and burning bright. Yes. We're not like the foolish version. We, we're not just careless about this thing. We're going to make sure that when the bridegroom comes, we're ready. Yes. Yes. You got to be ready. When the, when the cry goes out, behold, Jesus is coming. We're not going to be trying to get ready. We, we're going to be ready. Okay. We got to be ready. Look at somebody say you got to be ready. You got to be ready. ready. You, 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 can't, you can't be trying to get ready. You got to be ready. And the only way you're going to be ready. You got to have faith in God. And your faith is proven by your actions. By your deeds. The Bible says faith without works is dead. So don't tell me you got faith. And you're not doing anything for God. Hallelujah. You got to be doing something for God. You got to be serving him. Yes. Faithfully. Diligently, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. He says, for God has not appointed us unto his wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. No, Notice, our salvation is coming by Jesus, because Jesus is coming back for his church in the rapture. Now, Paul previously shared in chapter 4 the rapture itself. He described it. Yes. He said that, that God is going to, he's going to come for his church. He's coming back. He's going he's to come in the twinkling of an eye. He's going to come with the sound of the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Yes. Then we which are alive and remain, we're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. I know you know already know this his wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. No, Notice our salvation is coming by Jesus because Jesus is coming back for his church in the rapture. Now Paul previously shared in chapter 4 the the rapture itself. He described it. He said that that God is going going to come for his church. He's coming back. He's going to he's going to come in the twinkling of an eye. He's going to come with the sound of the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Yes. Then we which are alive and remain, we're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. I know you know all already know this, yes. but let me remind you, yes. it's closer. It's closer yes. than when you first believe. My we must be ready at all times. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. God has not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. For for He who, who died for us. That whether we are awake or alive or, or sleep or dead, we should live together with Him. Again, he, that's a description of the right of the rapture. Because He's coming back, He's coming back with those that have already dead already
0: died in christ
1: he's coming back with their with their spirit soul and and he's going to resurrect their body wow. and then we that are alive in the name we're going to be caught up to meet the lord together we ought to be taking comfort in that yes. if you're taking comfort in anything else uh i'm afraid you're going to lose out on the real hope the hope he is our hope Comfort yourselves together And edify one another Even also as you do And that's what I'm trying to do today I'm trying to edify you I'm trying to encourage you Listen, my brother, my sister Don't you worry about the wrath of God Uh Make sure you're trying to be right with God That's the thing we should be aiming at We should be aiming at trying to be ready Hallelujah Thank you, Lord Thank you, you. you, Lord Yes, the day of the Lord is going to be a
0: terrible day
1: It's going to be a terrible day and that's why we, Paul said, knowing, knowing the judgment of God, we persuade men. We need to be persuading men and women everywhere, every day, that yes. Jesus is coming back. Yes. Are, you are you ready? Are you saved? Do you know the Lord as your Savior? Yes. Hallelujah. We're not concerned about what religion they're, they're involved in because that's not the issue. The issue, are you right with God? Because yes. there are many religions out there. And religion don't lead you nowhere. They don't lead you to heaven. They lead you. They, hey, man, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a false, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's misleading. It's misleading. Many people are misled. We, we should be dispensing the truth. We should be telling people, boys and girls, women, men, everywhere that Jesus is the answer to this world's problems, and they need to have a relationship with Him, and they can. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. This is an urgent message today. Hallelujah. And I must get it out. I must continue to tell and warn us as the church and you. Each of us should be warning men and women that there's a great evil day coming. Hallelujah. But the good news is that Jesus died for, uh, for us, that we would not perish and go to a devil's hell. And experience God's judgment and wrath. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Paul says, wherefore, comfort yourselves. Comfort yourselves. Comfort yourself. Take comfort in that. There may not be much comfort in this world. You may not win the lottery. You may not not have the the mansion on the hill. You may not have everything you think you need. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, if you got Jesus, you got it all. Oh, thank you, Lord. You've got, you, you got everything you need. Because he's, he is our savior. He's our redeemer. He's everything that we need. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. So we should take comfort in knowing this. Comfort in knowing that Jesus is coming back for us. This world is not going to remain the same. And we're not going to be around to see all of the devastation. Because he's going to take us with him. Oh, hallelujah. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'm coming again to receive you unto myself, that where I am, there shall you be also. Come on, give God praise in this house. Oh, hallelujah. That's our greatest consolation. The the, the saints do have a consolation. We, 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 We may be ostracized, we may be persecuted, we may be put down, we may be looked down upon, but praise God, there is a consolation prize. the believer jesus is going to come back for us hallelujah we're not going to be left behind to experience what they're going to experience hallelujah and we ought to be thanking god every day praise god that you know we we used to sing this song that i'm on my way to heaven and i'm so glad do you really believe that this is not our home this is not where we this is not what he promised to us amen not 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 like it is He will will take us out of here temporarily and bring us back. But there's going to be a renovation. (laughs) There's going to be a... Jesus is going to make the lion lay down with the lamb. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. He's going to to kick the devil out. Amen. The Bible Bible says he's going to be bound for a thousand years. And there's going to be peace on earth for at least one thousand years. Come on and praise God in here. Hallelujah. But that's not all. That's not the end of the story. Praise God. After he kicks the devil out, praise God, and after the millennial reign, Jesus, praise God, the Bible says, John looked and said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth where where dwelleth righteousness. For the earth first, heaven, and the first earth will pass away. God said, behold, I make all things new. There's going to be a new heaven amen and i tell you that heaven is going to be so glorious amen the bible says i have not seen him have not heard neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things that god has prepared for them that love him do you love the lord today come on and say amen oh yes 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 that's what i'm looking forward to we, we need to be looking forward, not looking backward. Paul said, I'm pressing toward the mark. I'm not looking, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. And I'm reaching forth unto those things that are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Are you pressing today? Are you pressing toward that mark? We must continue to press toward. We must continue to look forward. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Amen. Are you bearing your cross? Are you enduring what God's placed before you? You got to endure it. You got to endure it. Hallelujah. The cross is not going to go away. We got to bear our cross. The Bible says we must bear our cross daily. Amen and follow Jesus Thank you Lord This is the way of the cross It's a way of suffering But the Bible says amen Blessed are ye when men shall revile you And shall persecute you And shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake He said rejoice And be exceeding glad For great is your reward in heaven Come on and praise the Lord and hear Oh uh, yes 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 There is something to look forward to. There is something to avoid. That's the day of the Lord. And there's something to look forward to. What what do you want in life? What do you want your outcome to be? Your final destination. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to stand right now. Hallelujah. Praise God because it's decision time.
0: This is Bishop. Sidney L. and I want to thank each of you for joining me in this podcast. I hope you've been blessed by the Word of God, and I hope you have been encouraged and strengthened in your faith and uh, continue to listen in. And if you're able, support us. Give us your likes. Give us your comments in whatever way you choose to do so. We are just thankful to be here sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and his salvation that he gives to all who call upon him. God bless you.